You might be asking, what is swill? Well, we'd like to think it's the cheap stuff you breeze by in the beer aisle. Is any of it worth buying? We're Good Swill Hunting, searching for the best of the cheap stuff. We brought together an industry insider, an outsider, and a couple of normal guys to balance things out. We try the cheap stuff so you don't have to. This is Good Swill Hunting. All right, there you go. That's the setup. Let's get right into it this week. Good Swill Hunting. And today we are talking about Bren's Beer, which is a German lager. And uh, let's get into it. We've got our beer insider, Brian. Howdy. We've got our beer outsider, Matt. Hey. And we've got our balancer, Blaine. Hello. And I'm John. So glad you're with us. We've gotten a lot of feedback over the last several episodes. Uh, one thing that uh, a viewer told me is that, or a listener told me that uh, someone tried uh, Simpler Times Lager and they said it's like vinegar. <laughs> it tastes like it could be a salad dressing. Mm. Do you remember Simpler Times? Yeah. If you threw a- some spice in there and some seasoning, mm-hmm. it could be. It could be. Yeah, it was a little, ugh, that didn't do so well in uh, in my palate. And, you know, I did want to kind of talk about something that we've noticed over the last several weeks and months. Some of the beers that we've done on this uh, this show is starting to disappear. Mm-hmm. Matt, you yeah. ran into some real problems, buddy. It's true. It's true. I went to my, my local food land and there was a gaping hole where bush ice belongs. No 12 packs. What no did you do? <laughs> the Twilight Zone. Well, you know, I've, I've been down this road before, so I, <laughs> I just grabbed a 15 pack of the old uh, Milwaukee's Best Ice. Really? Ooh, the beast. $7.99 for a 15 pack of cans. It's Does it cut it, though? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. So it does the job. So you, you can, you'll switch from your go-to to, to your backup? Well, I'm not going to drive all over town looking for bush ice. Okay. <laughs> Granted. All right. You know, that's the, interesting, though. The economic purpose. That's right. Who all has a backup beer to their go-to beer? Is there like, like when, when Matt goes and can't, can't find bush ice, he's going to, to Milwaukee. What about you? mean When you get your yingling to have in the, in the fridge, do you have a backup, like a cheap backup? Not really. No? No. no if they don't have yingling, I'll just buy a, like an IPA or, you know... Locally, I'll probably just pick up uh, Captain Jack from Old Mecklenburg Brewery. Okay. Yeah, I don't have a equivalent to Yingling. No. Okay. I have. I usually just get like MGD or something, you know, or or I'll, I'll go with the champagne of beers, maybe. But you know, if throw out a Miller Light, what you blame? Usually a Miller Light. Miller Light. Miller that's your backup. My, that's my backup that's, for sure. Not a bad backup. They always from, have from Miller, Light. Miller Light. Your backup to Miller Light. No, his is Modelo. A Modelo. That's right. Come on, man. I didn't even board. know they still made MGD. <laughs> you can find it. Huh. You can find it. Um, all right. So we want your your feedback. We've gotten plenty, but we'd like more. Uh, get us on Facebook, Goodswill Podcast. Gmail is Goodswill Podcast at Gmail. And we also have our Instagram page, which is Goodswill Podcast on Instagram. And you can hit us up on all those. And we'd love to hear from you. Just reach out to us. So we'll talk about Brent's here in a minute, but it's time for Goodswill Advertising. Take it away. Hey fun boys, this rave is uber fun, yeah? Yeah, I'm just tired of spending all my euros on this inferior beer. I need the purity of the 15, 16 superior German purity laws. Hub, why would you get German drink anything less than superior? Who's the Wanderkind? This Arschgeiger. Silence. Now try a Brenz. It's Beck's doppelganger. But its price is uber alles. Wow, yeah, I can taste the purity. This is like, how do you say, brands with benefits. 
right, there you have it. Good school advertising for Brenz. Hopefully that uh, gets your palate ready to go. So let's tell you about our featured beer today. Brenz, it's a German-style lager. It's by, and I'm not going to say this right, Brouwerisch Martins Macro Brewery out of Belgium. Uh, 5% alcohol. You don't speak German, you know. (laughs) I do not. Uh, It's a pale lager described as clean, smooth, malty, biscuity, Mm. whatever that is, and light. Tastes like biscuits. It tastes like biscuits, <laughs> apparently. Uh, 3.10 is the average rating on Untapped, so it's not too bad. Uh, someone said it was skunky like Heineken, so Matt, you'll like to it hear that. It is a green bottle. Yeah, it's Brian's favorite. Yeah. He loves a green bottle. Uh, this was purchased for $5.99, a six-pack, which is $0.09 cents an ounce. Now, I want to point something out. As you guys go ahead and open it up if you want, uh, you'll notice the bottle seems a little bit skinnier we than a two normal. hands for this one. So this is not your standard size. It is not a 12-ounce bottle. This is an 11.2-fluid-ounce bottle. It's a little different, so it's a little bit less uh, when it comes to ounces. We're used to the 12-ounce, but this is 11.2-ounce. Maybe you can... It smells like a skunk over here. <laughs> this is brewed in accordance with the German purity law of 1516. So there you have it. Apparently, this is a legit German beer. So... Uh, Brian's the first one with his open, and Brian, you've been you've been doing some reactions oh, that's some over skunk. there. Tell me about your first uh, sip impression. You said it. It's time for first sip impressions. This first sip impression is brought to you by Beer Guys Radio, the craft beer podcast and talk radio show covering the world of craft beer with interviews, news, and new brews. Available wherever you get your podcasts. First smell impression was it was skunkier than Van Danken skunkier than the worst skunky heineken like it was nasty but that that went away real quick um oh yeah and even on the flavor that it doesn't taste as skunked as it smelled no it doesn't um not not a bad first sip not at all for no, uh, i've already had like four or five you've already point. had four or five blaine, i am thirsty though folks blaine i'm curious what's your first sip impression on this all right so we do have some skunk on this mm-hmm, one right off the mm-hmm. top i mean it hits hard like i want to say that Almost hits harder than Heineken, and it does go away quickly. I'm still feeling it out. It's interesting. Yeah. What about you, Matt? You've already had half. Better than Van Danken. I'll say that (laughs) out of the the gate. Yeah. No, I mean, it's definitely got that Heineken flavor to it, but Mm -hmm. there's something off. Something off. Yeah. On the on the finish, you know, it's just it's not as good as a Heineken, but it's definitely got that skunkiness to it. And I don't think it's meant to be brewed in the style of a Heineken. Uh, you know, I don't think that's what I would put the comp at. Okay. You, would you go more of like a Bex? Yeah, I would go Bex on this one. It does look like a Bex. Let's talk about the bottle real quick. Uh, Blaine, give us the bottle. Uh, what does it look like? Green bottle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it does have a, I think we can say this is a true German eagle on here. Yes, I and believe it is. German style lager Brenz with a big hop in the middle. Bier and beer. So beer in German, beer in English. Uh, 11.2 fluid ounces, silver label. Um, it's a good looking bottle. I mean, it looks, I think it's a little more legit looking than the it Van, does Van look Danger legit. bottle. <laughs> yes. And, yeah. But, but it's an, it's a, it looks like a, you know, credible beer. It does look credible. So what are we supposed to be tasting here, Matt? I mean, give us the, the style guide on, uh, on this. Sure. So we're going to go with a German Pilsner on this one. Um, and it's going to have a crisp, smooth malt. Okay. Um, with some halter towel, 
Holler towels. <laughs> we're not getting we back get, to we halter towels. towels. We got halter tops. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna hold off on those till we do the summer beers on okay. the, the halter tops. <laughs> yes. Um, it's got a it's a dry, bitter, or clean finish, and I definitely have the bitter finish yeah. on this. Mm-hmm. Is that it? That's about it. Nothing else. Okay. Well, all right. Well, let's talk about this brewery. So this is a, a brewery in Belgium. Do you even know how to pronounce this this brewery, Brian? Browery Martins, and they are based wow. in Belgium. Uh, brewery was founded in 1758, so they've been around a while. Yeah. Um, they are uh, eight generations of the same families on the brewery, which really? is, I, I think is a fascinating and cool story in itself. Um they hey and some of the the neat little things I, and nuggets I, I came across when I was doing the research on them. They started uh, at the original founder had an inn called De Star, and he sold his beer to his guests. Then some farmers found out, and they started to bring him ingredients and really? paid him to make beer for them. So it's like he almost became oh. that private label brewer. That, remember what we've been talking about? Yeah. He almost became that from the very start in the 1750s. Wow. Which is what the brewery eventually became. Um, some other cool things in note, um, when a canal came through town, the brewery really blew up um, in their notoriety. That was about 18, I don't know, where was that? Like a canal to travel? Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah. used to ship That everything. was in about yeah. the 1820s. A canal came through that really helped uh, bring the, the brewery to fame, um, wow. the Martins Brewery. It then a railroad eventually came through town, and during World War One, when a lot of breweries in, in Europe shut down, the Germans kept them open because of their location near the canal and a railway, because oh. they could be a regional brewery to get beer out to all the people that needed beer during the rough times of World and War One. definitely need more beer. Then. But today, <laughs> they are a private label brewery. Um, this is bought at Aldi. They made this for Aldi. Um, there's a bunch of... Uh, chains similar to Audi throughout Europe that uh, they also brew beer for. And they do have four of their own brands, which I think is really cool. Oh, do they? They have the Martins. Um, they have Christoffel. So the Martins, it's going to be more of your European-style lagers. Uh, Christoffel is another brand of theirs. They brew more of your Belgium-styles, whites, blondes, darks. Uh, then they have Saisons, which is just a blonde. And then they actually got an IPA game with 1758, the year they founded. So interesting. Cool story. Yeah, that is a neat little story. And this is a, one of the oldest brewers we've done so far on this. Has, and, yeah. and I do want to point out the whole 15, 16, um, uh, they're brewing in, you know, they're they're following the guidelines for the 15, 16 German purity laws. Not for yeah. all of them. I mean, they're no, making but, a no, but this one not. specifically. Yeah. And you can taste that. If you've ever been to Germany and had a German beer, this is very similar. Yeah. And a lot of them do kind of taste the same. And it's because of those purity laws. But, uh, Pretty pretty smooth clean beer. So mm-hmm. let's uh, let's talk about this. Let's get our ratings in because everybody looks like they pretty much pounded this. I know it's a smaller bottle by 0.8 ounces, but uh, I'm curious, Matt, your uh, your thoughts on this one? Would you drink another one? And, and would would it would it come close to replacing your your Bush Ice? Uh, yes, I would drink another one. No, I'm not going to replace Bush Ice with it. Um, just because for me, it's it's okay. I mean. A, if I were going to rate it, I would give it a, I would give it a three and a half. I mean, I'd, okay. I'd put it up there. Definitely better than the Van Danken that we had as far as green <laughs> bottle yes. beers go. Um, but it's been so long since I've had a Bex and I mean like 20, 30 years since I've oh, had has a Bex. It? Really? So wow. I don't 
remember Bex. Okay. Well, this is pretty close. <laughs> Bex. It even, they call it Brens. I think they're trying to go for the whole Bex with, sure. the, with the name on there. What do you think, Brian? Um, I am down with this beer. I, I'm almost done with it. I don't think I've gone through a beer this fast on the, the podcast mm-hmm. yet. Easy to drink. It's very easy yeah. to drink. You have that biscuity sweetness uh, that was in the description. Yeah, okay. Oh, Slight skunk, but only slight. Not enough to be me to be off-putting or even be anywhere near like a Heineken. And then it has a nice crisp finish, which is inviting me to keep drinking and drinking. And one thing I think it's missing from your typical German Pilsners or lagers is they almost have more of that dry, dry finish. Okay. Where you're like, okay, I have my sip. I'm done. I'm going to have a bite of food where I just keep taking this one back. So this is a nice pounder. Yeah, it's very easy to drink. I completely agree with you. What about you, Blaine? Let's let's balance this out because when we're talking, it, it's a cheap beer. We're looking at nine, ten cents an ounce. It goes down, it goes down quick, and it goes down smooth after the first few sips. Like I was worried in the first sip because it had a big skunk and a big, <laughs> it did, you know, yeah. flavor, and I was like, oh no. And then after about sip three or four, it started getting smoother, and and it's like you kind of get a, a nice little flavor on every swip. Sip, sip, and it's every. I call so far. I I call them swips. Okay, (laughs) you call them sips. I call them swips. (laughs) Leave them alone. You know, whatever. But yeah, it's um, it is not bad. I mean, you know, on a sunny golf course. Yeah, you know, you could drink this all day. All right. So, what's your rating on it? I'm gonna go with a three and a half. Three and a half. I forgot to rate it. I'm yeah. going to drop it out of four. Oh, wow. Ooh. You know, and, and I think I'm going to stick with the three and a half. That's which a big deal. It, I think this was, it, it, I was impressed by the beer. I like the smoothness of the beer. Um, it's definitely, it, you know, it rivals Beck's, I think, taste-wise, but price-wise, hard to beat that. It is and, hard to beat. And it's, for a, what I would consider a knockoff beer, really well done. So How what was the price of the Beck's again? For Bex, oh, sorry, for, for uh, this price, Brands. Brands was six ninety nine. Okay, so Bex at total wine I looked up is eight forty nine. So All right, I would, two, and I would buy this Almost probably two. over Heineken. I yeah, mean, to be honest yeah. with you, I would buy it over Van Dank. That's a great yeah. price. <laughs> <laughs> I would drink that. Right. piss over Van Dank. Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I think that we found a pretty decent swill this week, and I'm glad you guys were able to join us when we ventured into uh, Brands. But Yins are going to want to stick around next week. Okay. <laughs> because you're going to want you to grab your terrible towels. We're talking Pittsburgh. Now we're going to go downtown. Yeah, we're going downtown. Check out the Stollers. The meal. And we're going to get some Iron City beer next week on Good Swill Hunting. The brand is uber better than the 3.5. The German purity. Brian should have given Brands a 5. How dare he mention the Van Danken. Drink Brands and download Good Swill Hunting.